Hello, welcome back to the Summit Health and Wellness Podcast. Sophie here, as always, super excited to share (laughs) to share with you today. How are you doing? How's everything going? I mean, if you live in the UK, wow, the weather has certainly changed. Sorry to sound like a stereotypical Brit talking about the weather. But it has got cold. Doing that school run right now, I am like running there, dropping them off, running back. (laughs) And I was just having this conversation with one of my friends yesterday. I was like, I feel like I don't really see you anymore because we used to hang out, you know, do the school run, leisurely walk back whilst we chat. Nah, it's like, it's chucking it down with rain. Like, hi, bye, talk to you later. (laughs) But yes, Christmas is coming, which is my favorite time of the year. I am a very big child at heart and I'm putting the Christmas tree up on Saturday and I cannot wait. Have you got your Christmas tree up? Are you like me? Do you just love all things Christmas or are you like, "Mm, this this time of year isn't for me? Because it's not for everyone, is it? But if you've got your Christmas tree up, please send me a picture because I love Christmas that much that I love to see what everyone's Christmas tree is like. And in a perfect world, I would live in a huge house where I could have like three, um, probably four Christmas trees, (laughs) which would all be like different. So I could have like a theme and different colours on each one. Oh, that would be the dream. If you don't like Christmas, you're thinking, Sophie, that's a bit too far. But let's dive into what I'm going to share with you today. So today I wanted to talk very much about how we sort of view what we eat and also our language and our wording around that because I have, again, refocused myself to be mindful of what it is I'm eating, what it is I am consuming. I know I've spoken about this before, but I feel like there cannot be enough reminders when it comes to nutrition and food. I think we, I don't think it's not that, hmm, I don't think it's that we do not place enough importance on food. I think actually, in a way, we do the opposite. We think about food a little bit too much. Because really, there are so many studies out there which say we should be able to go a day, two days without eating and that not be a problem for our bodies. Water's important, right? So you can actually go seven days without food, but you can only go, I think it's three days without water. So we should all be drinking more water. And I think so many of us don't do that. And instead of limiting our food, that's the one thing we're doing the opposite of. We're drinking, we're sorry, I'm not getting my words out today, am I? We are eating (laughs) too much food and we're not drinking enough water. And in fact, it should be the opposite way round. Um, And I actually saw this the other day on Instagram. Someone was talking about this exact thing because they were saying, you know, if you sometimes you have to fast, don't you? Like say you've got an operation or say you're going in sometimes for like blood tests or something like that. You have to go X amount of hours without eating. And it was saying that, you know, so many people really struggle with this 
And when I was reading this, I was like, yeah, like if I have to do that, which is rare, luckily, but when I have ever had to do that, I'm like, how am I going to go all these hours without eating? But actually, that should be simple for us. It should, in a way, be the norm. There's so many diets out there, and I hate using that word, which I'm going to talk about in a bit. But there are so many, okay, let's not use the word diet, so many ways of eating, programs, no, programs don't like that, ways of eating, which say that you should fast in the morning. And then there's others which say you should fast in the evening or all different types of, of, all different times of day, should I say. And whenever I've done one of those types of plans, I found it really difficult. And I'm not sure if that's just because consciously I was telling myself like, you can't eat, you can't eat. And you know, when you say you can't have something, what do you then do? That's all you think about, isn't it? It's like when you decide, right, I'm not going to eat chocolate anymore. All you think about is chocolate. But then there are multiple times when I will go without having any chocolate at all, or times when I do skip a meal because I'm busy and I don't really notice or even thinking about it until later on. So it can be done. I think it's just sometimes the way we are thinking about things, bringing attention to things as well. So um, what I would really like for you to do this week, because I always like to set you a goal. I want you to think about what it is you're eating, but I also want you to think about the way you are viewing what you're telling yourself, what you can and cannot have. So as much as I have been putting more emphasis on making sure I'm eating the right things, I'm having my supplements, I'm getting all the vitamins and nutrients and I'm having my fruit and I'm having my vegetables... I'm not necessarily telling myself, well, you can't do this, you can't do that. Because then, as I said, it brings your attention to that. And I think a lot of this is down to dieting. And that's why I really don't like to use that word dieting. I think we have to view this in a completely different way. Because the word diet, if you think about it, what that actually means is just what you're eating. The word diet does not mean let me punish myself for as long as I possibly can to try and lose some weight. Because that's what we say, don't we? Like, I'm going on a diet or I'm on a diet. I can't have that. can't have this. Words are really powerful. Again, I've spoken about that before and I've done about affirmations on one of my previous podcast episodes. And we also have to be very aware of not just what we're telling ourselves, but what we're telling other people around us. And especially if you have kids, like they pick up on so much stuff you would not believe. And if you are, especially if you are a female and if you've got daughters, you have to be so careful of this. If you're saying, I can't have this, I'm on a diet. No, mummy's not allowed to have that. I'm on a diet they will eventually pick up on that, especially if it's wording which is being used over and over again. This can really change the way that they view food, eating, because as I just said, you know, a diet is simply just what we eat. 
a diet is not a punishment. It's not a, it's not a change. It's not, I'm on a diet. It's like, you always are on a diet. What you eat is your diet, right? Is is this making sense? I think when we start to view that differently, we can start to see that what we're eating and also not just what we're eating, but we can make better choices of what it is we are eating. Because it is so important, and I've had this conversation today so many times in the practice. If this is your first time listening, I'm a chiropractor. So I'm talking about health all day long. And typically people see me with, you know, back pain, neck pain, that type of thing. And I had this conversation today with my colleagues. We had another chiropractor come in today to come and observe us, see the way we do things. I've seen loads of clients today. And this conversation always comes up about how we view our health because we don't view it in the right way. We look at our health when there is a problem. So when you get pain, when you get diagnosed with something, maybe when you have a health scare, that is when we decide to do something about our health. And at that point, it's like the extremes, isn't it? It's like if you've put a lot of weight on, it's like, I've put on so much weight, like I now need to do an extreme to try and change the way things are. Because basically what I've done at that point is I've let things get too far. So I have to try and do an extreme. When we do those extremes, they are so hard to stick to really, really difficult. So we're actually just setting ourselves up for failure. Because if I say, right, I'm not going to eat chocolate now for two months, especially with it being Christmas, I'm setting myself up for failure. What then happens is a week down the line, I've had the chocolate and I go, oh, well, and then you're back in the cycle. And then the problem is just getting worse and worse and worse. And if in fact, we just looked at our health and this, you know, relates to what we're eating as a continual thing. So like a, a journey, a journey that we are on. Health is a journey. What you're eating is a journey. It's not a destination. It's not a case with your health that you're going to get to this magical place And then that's it. You never have to think about it ever again. You never have to do anything positive for it ever again. And life's just going to be good. And I feel like when you start to remove that word of diet in the sense of what the media uses it as and the whole diet industry, which I just, when you look more into that, it's actually quite shocking. It's awful, that whole industry. When you stop using that word diet in that sense, again, you stop this whole destination approach of this is something I just do for a bit. I get to where I need to be. I either hit the target or I don't. And then I stop it. When you view the word diet as a diet is just what I'm actually eating, now you're changing your mindset to This is a process. This is a journey. This is something I will continue to work on literally for the rest of my life. And that's a bit which puts people off. 
that's the bit which is really scary. That's the bit we don't want to admit to ourselves because to us, it seems so much easier if we're just going to say we're going to stop doing X, Y, Z for a month. We tell ourselves, well, that's really achievable. But as I said, how many of us actually even managed to reach the short term goal? Not many of us. I mean, hats off to you if you're listening to this and like, yeah, every time I put my mind to something with what I'm going to do with what I'm eating, I, I hit it, I achieve it. Well done. But for most people, I should have looked at the stat for this. I surely got me a stat, right? After listening to this, have a little Google. What is the stat for how long do people stick to these diets on average? Because I personally don't feel it is that long. And if it was that easy, if it was really simple, we'd all be in the best shape of our lives. And the sad, sad truth is more and more and more of us are getting sick. More and more and more of us are ill. And even if it's not to the extreme of something serious or even just being overweight, although most of us are these days, myself included, it is actually a case of we're just not functioning as well as what we should be. We're, we're feeling tired. We're, we're getting those little aches and niggles, which might not mean much or might not stop us from doing stuff, but they're there. And we've got that foggy head where it's, it's difficult to concentrate in the afternoons and our heads just don't feel as clear. And maybe we've got headaches. And these little things are actually really huge, big things. And if we treated them as such, we would be so much healthier in our communities, as a nation, as a, as a world, worldwide, we'd be so much healthier. So this is just one little tip for something I want you to be aware of, your language around what you're eating, to be more mindful of what you're eating, to not stop yourself from eating things because you can eat whatever you want. It's all in moderation. It's all just having that balance. And to stop yourself from using these words of I am on a diet or I am going on a diet, especially with this festive period coming up, because I know come Jan, which is only about six weeks away now, which is crazy, this is what everyone's going to be saying. I'm going on a diet now. No, you're not going on a diet. We are all on a diet. You just need to make some changes perhaps and be more mindful. That's all it is. And I'm going to look into a bit more myself now, speaking about it, fasting, because I think that's a really important thing that not many of us do. So maybe that could be a good challenge for us over the next coming weeks. Although I'm already being realistic to myself and thinking, "Mm, Sophie, you have got a lot of Christmas dinners (laughs) booked. I'm sure I can squeeze a fast in at some point. But if not, we'll do it in the new year. So I hope that really helps the way that you're thinking. And as I said, if you're a parent... You know, even not just if you've got a daughter, if you've got a son, you know, these things we pick up a lot of the time when we are children. 
So I know it sounds massive. I know like that might sound like I'm giving you a really big responsibility and adding another weight onto your shoulders. You're thinking to yourself, gosh, Sophie, it's difficult enough being a parent out here. Now you're telling me like what I can and cannot say. Like, I get it. I get it. Just be aware and just try to think of things with a different light. That's all it is. Okay. So I am going to leave you with that. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead, whatever you're doing, especially if you're putting your Christmas tree out like I'm going to be this weekend. If you need me for anything at all, whether that's about losing weight um, or you just want to generally get into shape or maybe it's something like you want to increase your energy, you might be suffering or struggling with your mental health and you're feeling down, depressed. I get this so many times with clients. There's loads of things which can be done to help with that. So please, please, please reach out to me if you've got health conditions, if you've got back pain, I'm a chiropractor, you know, neck pain, headaches, all that type of stuff, any joint pain, osteoarthritis, fibromyalgia, honestly, the list goes on and on. I've seen so many things over the 11 and a half years of being a chiropractor. So all you need to do is just send me a message on Instagram and make sure you're following me on Instagram as well. I do like to share as much as I possibly can on there. I share things like recipes or things even just for your mindset, like today's podcast episode. So that is at sophie.mcdermott. That is my Instagram. So Sophie is S-O-P-H-I-E and then Doc McDermott, M-C-D-E-R-M-O-T. Or even if you just want to be nosy and see about my Christmas tree, follow me there. I'm sure I'll put it up in my stories. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Make sure that you share this with others as well, because the more people who start to place an importance or make their health a priority, then the better we will all be together. So share this with friends, family, work colleagues, anyone and everyone, because we could all benefit. And I will leave you as I do every week, which is make yourself a priority. I will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening again. Bye.